recording the podcast. So actually, if you um, thank you, thank you. So actually, if you uh, are listening to the podcast right now, you actually know that we are live. Okay. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to get ready to get started and jump feet first into it. So the way that I always start my podcast off is that I let people know that I hope they have a blessed week and that they are um, in tune and that the start of the week is starting off awesome. So we are doing a three-part series here at Confessions of a Black Mother. And uh, thank you, baby. You are so good. Listen, I love this little girl. She's so gorgeous. Um but we are going to get back on track because y'all be taking me off track. I love y'all so much. I'm taking you off track. But um, we are on, we did it. We're doing a three part series on co parenting. And why we decided to do a three part series on this particular topic is because it's important that we have this conversation, especially in the black community, because co parenting be on strong. And it just it's it's important that we have conversations about the issues, the problems, the good, the bad, and the ugly in co parenting. So again, I'm gonna put a shameless plug out there. Please go on Instagram find us on confessions of a black mother not confessions of a black mom but confessions of a black mother um go like and follow our page on instagram you can also catch us like i said on um on anchor you can catch us on apple music google music spotify you can catch us on those podcast platforms as well so last not last week but the week before last we did part one of our podcast and in part one of our podcast we kind of discussed how we felt about um, co-parenting, we tried to do some myths, some stereotypes, some different things that kind of talked about, excuse me, they kind of talked about co-parenting and the quote pros within. So I kind of want to continue this week with those same discussions. We want to kind of either validate or squash some stereotypes about co-parenting. We also wanted today talk about co-parenting in its fullest meaning if you have some experiences that can testify to other people share we're not on here to bash but we're on here to educate so i kind of want to throw that out there as well and if you also know anybody that can share from this conversation share this with them go on your page share and share this um share this live with them like i said we're in the raws form so you may see my children you may hear my children you may hear elmo in the back I'm looking down because my baby is trying to bite me. <laughs> so we are doing this podcast in its rawest form. Okay. So if anybody have any um, anything they want to talk about about co-parenting, put it down in the comments. And I'm very interactive. Let's get it on and cracking. So the first thing I kind of want to hit on is how everybody feels about the stereotype of co-parenting, where the dad in the situation is always wrong that's the stereotype not my opinion it's the stereotype where a lot of people say that the dad is always wrong and the mom's always the person taking the brunt force of the child so back in the day there used to be this saying called mama's baby papa's maybe and what that always talked about is mama's always going to be here dad's iffy and i never really i never really stood on that all the way because i now, I'm not gonna say I stood on it all the way, but I've I've I have friends whose father who the father is absent, and then I have people and especially in my situation where the father's present. 
Um, so in the same token, like I've seen both sides and I, I can't say that I always agree on that stereotype. So we have Didi just said, no, my children's dad is great. I second that. My children's father is great. He is awesome. He does what he needs to do. There's no issues. There's no problems. But we're also married. We're together. Um, but yet and still, even when we was dealing with our problems, our issues and concerns, or, you know, we parted our separate ways, he still stood up to the plate. He still did what he needed to do as a dad. There was, ne there was never no issues. I never had to bring up taking care of his children. It was a given. He took care of his children. He did what he needed to do for his kids. There was never no issues in regards to his children. So I truly don't believe that stereotype to be true. I do know that there is a lot of deadbeat dads, but that's not just in the black community. There's deadbeat dads in just about every community I know. It just so happens that a lot of the focus becomes on the black community because the black community has the highest rate of fatherless children, which that's not just due to deadbeat fathers. That comes from incarcerated fathers. That comes from um, mothers who don't want the dads involved for whatever reason. It, it, it's a lot of different factors that plays a part in um, our community having a high rate in fatherless children. But that just don't come from dad not wanting to be involved. But there's a lot of different factors to this co-parenting thing. Some parents keep their children away from the other parent due to safety reasons. Some parents keep their children away from parents due to trying to protect their children's sanity and peace. It's a lot of different things. So I kind of want to put that out there as well, that this is a no judgment zone. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not crucifying anybody. I'm not pointing a finger at anybody because I'm not living in anybody's situation. I'm not sitting in nobody's shoes. So I'm never going to be the one to come to say, your situation is wrong because it's not. I don't know what your situation entails. I can't. I will never throw a brick from a glass house because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm only human and I have flaws and I will never point out somebody else's. So I don't believe that stereotype to be true. Um, another stereotype that I kind of want to dive into is... Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to dive into it as a question. Why, um, to anybody watching, and I do believe, I do, uh, I don't know how I can go back and check, but I do believe this is public. So if you have the opportunity to share or if you're on, um, please talk. I would I would love to hear from you. Um, how do you feel? No, I said I would pose it in a question. Do you feel like your relationship with your children's father is a decent relationship or is it solely based on his relationship or her relationship with you okay so let me divulge a little deeper into that some people say that you know their co-parenting relationship depends on um whether or not you know they're single or whether or not they still have feelings for one another and a lot of people kind of put the stereotype that sometimes it's not about the kids. Do you personally feel like you've ever had that experience to where your co-parenting relationships focus wasn't on the kids or do you have experience to where it was on the kids? I would like to know. I would like to, I would like to hear some things from people and I'm going to give the opportunity again, if you're tuning into the podcast and you're listening, 
we are on a Facebook Live, so I'm kind of interacting when I'm asking for people's interaction. I am on a Facebook Live, so I'm kind of trying to give people the opportunity to conversate so we can talk and do all of that jazz. So I'm going to give a couple seconds for people who may want to respond or who may not want to respond. But do you feel as though your co-parenting relationship is based on your relationship with um, your relationship with your children's father, the children's mother, and not on the kids? Now I will give you an ex I will give you um, an example without giving names. Okay, um, I have a associate that. Um, I have an associate that she does not have a good standing relationship with her children's father because she said that her children's father bases his relationship on, I mean, bases his relationship on the kids on whether she wants to entertain him or not, which means if she, if, if they can flirt back and forth, Everything is fine. If he can say whatever he wants, everything is fine. It's when she cuts that communication off is that when he wants to start acting funny towards the kids. And so, um, you know, with them conversating with her, that's another reason why they don't have a good relationship because she feels like his his um, ability to parent is based on his failed relationship with her. Okay, so Sheena said that she... I say my relationship with my kid's father is centered on his relationship and rather lack thereof. I know his lack of parenting is based on a lack of our relationship. And I do know people that deal with that. I do know people who is in that type of seat. Like they feel like because they broke up that they just don't want to be involved. I actually know a female who's like that as well. She feels like they broke up and in the manner into which they broke up, she don't want no parts. You know what I mean? So when they exchange the kids, you, it's messy, it's nasty. You know, they rolling their eyes at each other, cussing at each other in front of the kids. The relationship is just bad. Our relationship is estranged due to our recent separation and pending divorce. However, we try to make sure that the kids are focused. We have been able to come together and talk about the kids. But beyond that, we be ready to, girl! <laughs> Yes, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Not in my personal situation, but I do believe in all honesty about my kids. Like, if you come to get your kids, come get your kids. If me and you don't get along, we're going to be nice when it's about these kids. But other than that, like I can stay your distance if we if we separated on bad terms. But again, I know situations to where people and their them and their children's father don't get along at all. Like they don't get along at all. They don't talk. They don't cross paths. When they drop off the kids, they don't even look at one another. You know what I'm saying? So I do know that that happens. We have a pretty good village that we don't have to interact and the older ones have their own phones but he still doesn't do much interaction with the kids now this is something that we focused on uh at the last uh during the last podcast we had um with this talking about co-parenting i think that it is so jacked up so jacked up for any parent 
whether it is the mother or the father, to not have it a re- have a relationship with their children. I don't care if it's because y'all moved on. I don't care if it's because there was cheating going on in the situation. Whatever went on between the parents, unless it was some type of physical abuse or verbal abuse or whatever, still should not affect the children unless the children are in harm's way or in harm's danger. Other than that, I cannot see a father or a mother not wanting to deal with their children. And that bothers me. It may be just me, but that bothers me to death. I cannot stand when a male does not or a female do not take care of their children. I know men out here that are like crying because they want relationships with their children. And then we have other doo-doo bags this out here and don't want to take care of their kids. Like, where they do that at? Where they do that at? You know. So, Sheena, I kind of I, I can't say that I understand your pain, but girl, as a mother, I can only imagine how that feels that you have to be the one to pick up those broken pieces when your children are like, what's going on? What did I, I didn't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so that's another thing we touched on too. And I'm actually about to get my husband down here so we can talk about it because he actually did the first episode with me. He touched on a lot of great topics. Um, There's a lot of people that'll leave one relationship and their kids where they was his poor at. Go to another relationship and be captain, save them, and be the best dad you can be to somebody else's kids. Where they do that at? Like, again, these be the things that make you go, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be adults about the situation. The only people affected are the children. We still have the power to break them. Hey, and let's say, you about to have me pass a collection plate. General Curtis and raise the type of children we set out to raise at least by cordial being amazing parents to our children after all at one point we did have some type of love for each other absolutely cordell could you come and be a part of our podcast please thank you so i definitely agree i definitely agree um and that's why i sometimes don't understand what went wrong what went wrong that you had that much anger and malice that we had to affect these children back? That makes no sense to me. That makes no sense that we can be, we had so much love for each other and we were just googly eyes and we were, you couldn't, butter couldn't melt in your mouth. But then we decided to go our separate ways and then you decided to take it out on the kids. That's crazy. What you talking about? Your partner here? doesn't encourage the other having the right thing. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh no, no, no. Sometimes typos need it when you're giving it, when you're giving it what you gotta say. So move over this way because there's a glare coming through the coming through uh, the that's window. The light. Can you turn the yeah. light out? I took the light on my bed. Yeah, please cut that light out. Messing with the ambiance. But um we are talking, um, we are on episode two of co-parenting. Can you cut the light out, Naela? Uh, we're on episode two of co-parenting, and we are talking about um, the relationships. Well, actually, we started talking about some stereotypes, and there's a lot of good conversation 
going on where people are talking about um, the relationship being affected um, when there's no longer the love is, is absent and they're not together anymore. And then, you know, the kids being affected, you know what I mean, by some way, shape or form. Mm, well, it sounds like a good conversation. And who we got? Who's all on here? Uh, I don't know who's all on. I, like, I can't check the box, but so far in the conversation, it's been Sheena and uh, Didi. Didi. Like we got some, we got what some up, good conversation up. going. Um, I know that uh, there was a couple people on here before. So, so what y'all? What y'all? So where y'all at now? Sheena said sometimes the mentality is just that blind love. Though the kids are wanted until. They can't have you. It begs the question, was the kids ever really cared for? Wow. That's so that's deep. heavy, right? That's find, heavy. And just as a, as a comment to that, right, you find a lot of people uh, put themselves right in a situation where um, even like dads or moms, right, turn into the deadbeat parent. Right. After a relationship is broken. And it's like, like, bro, like, why aren't you, you know, why aren't you coming to visit your kids or coming to check them out or take them to the events or, you know, I mean, doing the stuff that you were originally doing with, uh, doing with them before we broke up. Right. Why and, did a breakup have to change your relationship? Like, but I think, you know, people don't recognize how to deal with that because they're right. So they're seven, individually hurt. Seven. Right. Can you come get me? Oh, yeah. So I think people become individually hurt. Right. And so. Hey, Miss Carla. Thank you. Miss Carla, just to fill you in, and sorry to cut you off, Cordell, just to fill you in, we're talking about co-parenting, and um, I have a podcast, it's called Confessions of a Black Mother, and we are doing a three-part episode that talks about co-parenting, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and also we're talking about the truth or the falsehood to stereotypes and all of that, and we kind of wanted to generate some community conversation because it's important that we have this talk here in the community because what a lot of people don't understand is sometimes just talking to other people and hearing other people's experiences make all the difference, especially when we know that we're not alone in these situations. Stop it. Okay. It makes me think, are those qualities already there? And we ignore the red flags presented. Now, yes, 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 yes. So, <laughs> yes. So, what I will say about that trigger is that i mean not trigger i'm sorry i just seen this color put trigger um what i will say about that red flags already being there some of us especially if we um the the, the child the children involved or both of our first experiences at parenting sometimes those red flags are there but we they've never made it out because we've never seen them as parents before because sometimes we're in relationships with people long-standing relationships with people and they never been put in a platform to parent. So we don't know what type of co-parent they would be because we never really understood what type of parent they were. And sometimes they don't even really know how to be parents. So and that they, goes to, right, mm -hmm. knowing, the, knowing, the, uh, the, the, knowing the tree that bears the fruit. Amen, church, pass that collection away. Right? It goes to recognizing like, you know, how are their parents, right? And you might say, oh, the nicest of mom, or his mom's a nice lady. 
or her mom's a nice lady, but what's the dynamic of the entire process, right? Mm-hmm. What's the dynamic of the mom? What's the dynamic of the dad? What's the dynamic of the grandparents with everybody, right? Are these are these loners? You know what I mean? Like, I think especially when you're young and you have kids, right? When kids have kids, or even when young young adults have kids, the question that always you know hits my mind is, do we really understand what we're getting into, right? Mm-hmm. As being parent, what does parenting styles look like, right? And when you break up, just back to that point, right, is I'm hurt, and I don't know how to separate the hurt from being hurt with you, with the kids, because you get some angry parents like, ah, oh, you look like your mom, you look like your dad. So they start treating the kids in that, in that recess, how they are angry towards the parent. They start unmindfully targeting the children with that same mindset. And they never, but they never split the two, right? They right. never split the difference between the parent and the child, right? So being able to do independent things with the children, like I'm gonna take my son to the park today. I want to go to the park today. Bye, I'm going to the park, right? You have to be able to, I think, in the beginning of that process, being able to split, you know, your, I guess, your your time and your love between your your significant other and your children and know that they can be mutually you know they're not mutually exclusive like you can't love the mom if you don't let it get no like everybody gets their own love you love your mom just as well as you love your grandma you love them both in the same space but you don't have to disconnect like oh, i'm messing with my mom so i'm messing with her like no, that's not how that works right um sheena said i know in my situation his parenting was always questionable even though he always talked a good game about being a good father so you seen that there was flags, that there was flags there. And it's important that you caught those flags because now you're able to shield and guard your children accordingly. Um, I'm, I'm reading a lot of these um, uh, comments out loud and I'm reading them a little late as well, but I'm reading them out loud because again, we are on a live podcast. Um, okay, hindsight 2020, Sheena said he wasn't my oldest father and stepped up to the plate but he changed his mind when he had his own kids i consider that as being imposter syndrome i'm gonna be honest that's imposter syndrome um because in the same token in my mind a lot of people can play the part to keep you there you know what i'm saying in order to be with you those were his kids so yeah he stepped up and he was super daddy had on his cape he was on the greatest when he had his own children and then there was problems between you guys not problems between you and your oldest child's father but between you and him then that's when his true color starts shining so then the the jekyll and hyde you know what i mean jekyll started coming out of mr hyde or whatever the reverse you know what i'm saying and sometimes we are dealing with a narcissist so we really don't understand what that person is until they start showing their, showing their behind. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people out there that is a whole bit of buffoonerism and clownery and we don't see it until we get into some mess that causes them to show their buffoonerism and clownery. So I'm gonna I'm a chime in on a different level, right? Is what, what you realize is, again, it becomes that fruit from that tree or who they're around, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you, what you recognize sometimes is that they were in the, like you said, they were an imposter, right? They're fronting like, you know, oh, well, these kids, you know, they're my kids. But 
I don't think a lot of men, right? And let's talk about that, right? Men recognize that that responsibility of that nurturing, like, yo, you know, this person is is in my care, right? This person is my responsibility now, and I got them in in a genuine sense, right? Because there's always that, you know, in our community, mamas, uh, mamas, babies, papas, mates, right? There's always that. There's always that. Oh, what well, I ain't your kid, and you ain't got to do for them. You got your own kids, like. There's always that, Which that is a poor way that, of thinking, right? And, and when, when people people always want to fake like it's the community and you know we're a community and we do such and such, but people don't live that through because instantly you should be in a position of like their kids and they need help and I'm here to help, them. right? Yeah, you know I mean, and even if they got a they got their own real you know they real dad right, it's still in their life. You know, as a man, it's your job to still be that strong male and a mom to be that strong female figure in their life and treat them like step up to the plate. You expect them to respect you like, you know, they don't have to call you mom and dad, but they have to provide you with the same respect. And you need to provide them with that same respect as if they were your own. Hey, I'm going to go get them something. When it's Christmas time, (laughs) I get them Christmas stuff. When When I'm going somewhere, I'm not leaving them out just because they're like, yo, why aren't they coming? Like, let's go get them in the fucking car. Get them in the car, like let's go. But there's no, there is no separation between. You. It's like that. You know what I mean? Like there's no. Right. If 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 these are your kids or your step kids or whoever, and I don't believe in that term step, but if they're in your care, you know what I mean. If they're with you, like they're yours, and you do what you're supposed to do for them, like there, like right. period. Don't break up with them and then be like, oh, you know what? That ain't really my daughter. That ain't really my son. So. Uh, I'm gonna just come and pick up my right because you're actually you're breaking the child. The child looked up to you. They knew you weren't biologically their father. They looked up to you as a adult figure in their life, and you disappointed them. You just left them high and dry. You're just like, oh, you ain't my kid. Peace. And it's like now you're creating the mentality in that child's head. Now you're creating a merry-go-round of broken relationships, and wonder why this child ain't um can't focus and wonder why this child has trust issues it started at the root right yeah you broke it i was uh, watching the uh Didi's question That's yeah about- she said however at some point you know that you have to try something different our past hurts do not give us an excuse to be poor parents i come from a broken home with a life filled with rejection but i recognize that i have to undergo healings and make changes for the sake of my children it is a process we are all capable of it and that is a hundred percent true that is a hundred percent true because generational curses plays a huge part in the mistreatments of children it really does again if you have people that don't know how to be how how to be good parents because they had bad upbringings and bad raisings you know if nobody on the outside stepped in as a helping hand and they just fed the furnace you didn't you're, you're breeding um you're breeding hurt people hurt people so you eventually grow this hurt child to grow up as a hurt adult to get with someone a lady or a man that they decide to hurt and then they grow they're growing hurt children and it's like wow but it's also important that you know the adults right they, and i think Didi hit it on the head right about you got to learn, you know, as, the, as an adult, right? You have to learn to, to accept it. You know what I mean? Whatever happens to your kid, grow from that and, and build those, um, and build those, I guess, coping mechanisms and skills to recognize where you fell short from your family, whether it be your mom, your dad, or whoever, right? And then building that up so that when it becomes a time where it's like, you know what, this is done, like it was great. 
but I can still always come to the house and be like, yo, I'm coming to pick up the kids. And it isn't that bitter conversation or that angry conversation. Right. These are my kids. I'm coming to pick them up. I'll see you later. Do you, you know what I mean? But there has to be that continuous growth and bond of life, right, to make sure that we're better. Right. And I think when you when you when you learn to heal from your own self-hurt and you have your own coping mechanism just as an adult, right, you can deal with those things better. But I think a lot of adults don't um, you know, don't go through just like a basic healing process, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they haven't had I think it's it, the, the friend relationships, right? That you have outside friends that may do different parenting jobs, right? Because if you're around people that, you know, only parent one way, like when my kids say something, I beat them. I mean, when I'm potty trained, I beat them. Like, I know parents that only beat when they potty train. But, you know, even when, you know, when I first started, I expect on someone he would pee on himself. And it's like, that ain't working. Right. Like, this is corny. Like, find a reward system. Find something else, right? You just begin to build and grow your skill set. And I think being around other, other like, healthy adults, right? And you could be like, yo, just, why you got to be angry at me? If you broke up and you got to go get the kid, go get the kid, bro. Like, no problem. Or go get your daughter. You know what I mean? And just call it a day. I think that's. I think that's fair. Um, it says, Sheena says, um, the benefit of having older children who have their own understanding, you can open those lines of communication within the household to help them cope and understand that it's not them and you can do without bashing the absentee parent. That is very important. We talked about that the last episode about parent bashing. A child will grow old enough to develop their own opinion about that parent. They'll see the absenteeism, they'll see the hurt. Listen, when they say old dogs don't change their tricks, unless they grow mentally, they will still be the same person for that child, and then they will keep growing into that type of behavior. So then when that child becomes of age, they are still uh, exuding that same behavior, and then that child will understand, like, this is why my mom didn't mess with you. Or this is why, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, you would never show. And I'd be standing by the door waiting on you to show up. And you never showed up. And this is why my mom, you know, this, that, and the third. A child will start seeing those type of things. Broken promises. I, I know that they, I know a, a few males that will tell you growing up, they, they had a lot of broken promises from their dad. And as adults.